Blog Talk Radio. This. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third generation minister and business coach. Join Steve and his guests to get answers to your questions and help break through to the next level in your business. Hi, this is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur here on the EWN Radio Network. I'm so grateful to the folks from EWN for allowing me the opportunity to be here live on the radio with you. Or for those of you who are listening via iTunes, Stitcher, uh, or any other various different ways you can download or listen later, I am so grateful that you have chosen today to tune in. Today's going to be a little bit different day, but I want to just start off. I want to let you know just how grateful I am to you for every single episode you've listened to, whether this is the first time you've ever tuned in or you've caught me literally every single time. I'm just so thankful to you for the time that you've invested in listening to the air, uh, you know, to me here on the air. Um, I, I want to also say thank you to all of my guests. Um, I'm a little bit leery to start naming them all by name just for fear that because I don't have a list of their names in front of me that I would forget uh, one of their names. But all of you, I want you to know I am so grateful to you for taking the time out of your busy schedules to help me pour into the lives of the listeners of this show. I, I, I've Some of you are brand new friends of mine that I've just met. Um, I, I literally, some of you met in the five, ten minutes before we started the show, and some of you I've known for years. I, I've been so glad to be able to take some of the folks that have been mentoring me my whole life and allow them a forum to be able to share just a tiny bit of their wisdom with you. But I've also been really grateful for the new friends that I've met along the way or for the friends of my wife, Kathy's, that I've met, um, that they've been helpful to her and worked with her. And, and I'm so grateful to have gotten an opportunity to meet them as well. Uh, it's just so exciting to be here on the air with you. And I just really, really appreciate it. I just can't even tell you how much it means to me and how awesome it is for me to be here with you. Now, like you said, today's a little bit different. On all the rest of the episodes I've done thus far, I've had a guest with me. Uh, the guests have been literally from all over the world. Uh, they come from all kinds of different walks of life. And what I've attempted to do is bring them in on a very, very small laser part of one of our eight-step systems and have them take their expertise and really, really emphasize just, like I said, a small segment of that over the course of the whole hour. I gave them a stage for them to be able to share their brilliance with the world. And we've had some incredibly brilliant, insightful people who have come and given some helpful tips and advice and shared their expertise with you so like I said, I'm grateful to them, and that's what we normally do. But sometimes 
every once in a while I get some questions from some of you guys that goes a little deeper than what we had time to be able to deal with during the you know during the hour that the show is. And so what I wanted to do today was take a little different approach and spend a little bit of time answering some questions that have come in during the course of the show and that come up all the time that I'm that I'm helping people with. So I just want to make sure that you feel heard and that you feel like your questions are answered. More than anything, both myself and I know all the guests that have been on so far, we want to empower you with an I can do it attitude. And if you have some questions after you've heard some of the advice, it's really hard to get to that place. So we want to make sure that we have given you that I can do it attitude with every episode that we do. Now, like you said, normally my rule, my role here is to kind of put you at ease, give you some calm, take what might be a really scary situation um, or something that you've been afraid to try or something that you're hesitant to step out on and give you some calm ease behind that. Today, I'm going to take a little bit more direct approach and I'm going to actually specifically myself answer your questions. So I guess you could say in a way, my special guest today on the show is me. So hi, me. Um, I'm going to just talk to you this this hour and hopefully not bore you. No, I'm not going to bore you. We're going to have a lot of fun because today what we're going to do is we're going to answer some of your questions to help you grow your business, help your business profit, and also to give you some tips that what I found actually will help you in your life too. In my book, 10 Things You Must Have to Thrive in Life and Business, one of the things that I found as I was writing it is is that whether you want to take it from the life end of things or you want to take it from the business end of things, the, the basics of how we relate to people and how we approach the world are, are pretty much the same. So let me give you just a little bit about my background. We've we've always given our guests an opportunity to talk about their background. And I realized as I was getting ready for the show that some of you have heard me talk and you're like, well, who's this guy that's talking? I, I don't know him at all. So let me just take a few seconds to talk a little bit about myself. Um, my name is Steve Kidd. I am a third generation minister, as the intro says. Um, that's a little different in my situation. My grandfather was actually a pastor at a church. My father actually still is a pastor at a church. In fact, one of my older brothers also is currently pastoring at a church. My ministry has been unusual to say the least. Um, I was in a Christian rock band as a young adult, um, and I've traveled literally all over the world uh, doing music and evangelistic kind of a things. But most of my career as a minister has been outside of the church. It's been working with people who are often not accepted in the church. And it has helped me develop a real sense of caring for people. Um, now, in addition to that, some of you that have read my little bio, I actually did start selling when I was five years old. Uh, it's kind of a cute story. I've told it before. You know, my parents had bought some greeting cards and holiday napkins for my brothers to sell to raise money, and they decided that they would rather mow lawns and do things like that for their income. And so I went to them at five um, and said, hey, well, can I can I sell them? And they, of course, said yes. 
assuming that I'd go out, you know, to one or two houses and, um, you know, and then come back without any real success. And instead, I came back with an empty bag and a pocket full of money. And literally, I've been hooked on selling and on sharing things with people ever since. By age 19, I was actually working as a sales manager. And by 1988, when I was just in my young 20s, I actually started out um, helping people and coaching businesses. I was working at that time with insurance agents, helping them see how useful the laptop computer that was finally at a place where it had an internal hard drive and was actually portable. Some of the early laptop computers were less portable than a briefcase. Um, and I helped them see how much impact it could have on their customers to be able to show the statistics and show pictures and, and do some things that just talking about things like insurance are very hard to connect with people. Um, and I've been I've been working with businesses of all sizes and shapes ever since then. I've had the privilege of working with mom and pop companies, uh, and I've had the the privilege of working with uh, you know some giant companies, some Fortune 500 type of companies um, on multi million dollar projects, um, and with entrepreneurs that have have had extreme success. Kathy and I have worked with. Um, and all up and down the level, and we really don't um, have a specificity that you need to be a seven-figure company in order to work with us. In fact, in, in a very real extent, we really actually prefer working with folks who have had a great career but are finding themselves now wanting to go from that corporate career life that they've been living to a more um, personal uh, entrepreneurial based sharing themselves with the world you know I did so many of you have such a great talent and the thing that I hope I can inspire you to more than anything else is a realization that your talent is something you can and should be sharing with the world now you've all heard me say it many many times before but the truth of it is is that I absolutely believe that you are uniquely brilliant that you were created for a purpose, and that the world needs you. Now, I was really honest just a couple of weeks ago when uh, Coach Anthony was on uh, with us, and I've talked about some of the struggles I've also had over the course of my life. I, I talked about the decade that I spent as a, what I call, zombie. Uh, you know, the walking dead, not really living my life. Forget about not living your life to the fullest. I just really was hiding from life. And I've been, you know, very real with everybody about that. I've been uh, upfront and honest about the 180 pounds that I gained during the course of that decade. And now the the struggle that I've got and, and the fact that I am taking my health very seriously and working on a daily basis to regain my health and to share my unique brilliance with the world. What I found was is, is that in the darkest of hours, in, in the worst of times, the thing I needed to realize and the thing that I needed said to me, and in this case I had to say to myself, is you are here for a reason. You weren't just placed on this earth for no reason at all so that you can just float through time from birth to death. You were actually here 
for a reason. I believe that, and I believe that for each and every one of you. And I want more than anything with Thriving Entrepreneur to help you thrive by seeing the fact that you are not an accident. There are times when we all feel like it. Um, I I have to tell you, really gut level honestly, um, my parents are amazing people, but in truth, they came from as different of backgrounds as two people can and probably on a spreadsheet should never have gotten together. But the reality is, is that if my parents had not gotten married, had my two older brothers and myself as well, um, I wouldn't exist here on the planet. And I'm placed here for a purpose, not because of the right or wrongness of who our parents is, but because the world needs to hear what I've got to say. If it's only for the one person out there today that is listening, that wants to feel inspired and wants to hear answers to their questions, that's why I'm here and that's what helps me thrive. And I want to help you all learn how to be able to share everything that is uniquely awesome about you with as many people as possible. That doesn't necessarily mean you need to be in a speaking environment in front of millions. Um, it could be a one-on-one -on -one thing. It could be as simple as putting the stories that you've been through, the successes that you've had, the journey that you're on out there in the world so that people can see it. Kathy and I both have a, a technology background. I've spent almost 20 years now helping people with internet-based solutions. Kathy's done web design for about 18 years now. So we do have a lot of understanding of how that world works. It's not the only thing we help people with, but it is one of the things that we can help you see the possibilities of not just helping the person next door, but helping people literally all over the world. Um, you know, I was having a conversation yesterday with a gentleman who's from Africa who has um, some products that they're actually trying to get into the United States so that they can sell them, so that they can help their children get educated. And that's the kind of reach that you can have right from your home, right via your mobile device or your computer or those different kind of things. The, the important part is not how many you reach, but how available you can make yourself for the world. So what I want to do is I want to spend this hour answering your questions and helping you really understand as a business owner or as a person who has a great experiential background to see the possibilities of what you could do for the world today. I'm going to take a little break and then we will be right back. Are you an entrepreneur, coach, or consultant who is tired of constantly searching for the next client? Are you ready to get your expertise out of your head, into the world, and packaged into a profitable online course that delivers a steady stream of your perfect ideal clients to your door and a steady, predictable source of revenue? Hi, this is Janine Blackwell, creator of Create Six Figure Courses Virtual Bootcamp, and I've created my own seven-figure courses, and I've walked hundreds of experts like you through the step-by-step -step of creating and launching a profitable online course. I'd like to invite you to a free online training I'm hosting for you called The Seven Steps to Creating and Launching Your Profitable Online Course. I'm going to show you exactly how to create your course, market your course, and automate delivery of it so you can get your course up and running fast 
and have it work for you 24-7. You can grab your spot for this free training at www.createmyonlinecourse.com. So join me at www.createmyonlinecourse.com. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve. Thanks for being here today. Um, I, I'm going to do things a little differently this uh, this particular episode because I'm speaking the whole time. I'm not going to play our specific commercials. I will let you know that at any point, if you go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio, you can sign up for my very special audio version of chapter one of my book, uh, 10 Things You Must Have to Thrive in Life and Business. Um, I spent some time not only talking, you know, reading the book to you, but I actually talked through the book with you. There's a sign-up there, and I would love to give that to you for free. But what I want to do is I want to really invest my time today in answering some questions for you. So let's start with the very first one. Here's the the very first one I got and I get this all the time is what should I name my business or what should I name my new product or what domain name should I have? Those different kind of things about the naming. And what we fall into the trap of is believing that if we find the absolute perfect name, that if we can just capture that 100% absolutely perfect name that we somehow are going to have instantaneous success. If you remember the movie Field of Dreams, you know, the old, if you build it, they will come. Uh, the, the truth of the matter is, is that the Internet is now big enough that if you just build a website and you don't let anybody know that it's out there, um, then probably nobody's going to come. It can be as simple as sharing it with your friends and family, and you can begin to create a buzz for it. So I don't want to make the marketing end of, of a website be something that seems daunting or, or un, impossible to you. But I do want you to understand that uh, just building it, just coming up with the perfect magical name isn't something that you need to do. Now, I, I encourage a lot of people, uh, I've done this literally since 1997, I think was the first time I gave this advice, that the first thing you should look at is, is your name or, or a variation of your name available as a domain name. Um, and, and, and you want to do that. You want to be looking on something like GoDaddy and comparing, is this name that I've come up with, is there some type of domain that I can get with it? Uh, there's nothing worse than getting a really great name, finally getting a name that just really inspires you, got you all fired up and really ready to go with things. And then you look over and you realize, well, I can't have that name because somebody else already has it. Um, you know, that can be really disheartening. And so I want to try to save you from that feeling by suggesting to you that you want to do that right up front. Um don't buy into the myth that there is a magical name. Keep in mind that companies like Sears and Roebuck, uh, Montgomery Wards, which I'm not sure if it even exists anymore, um, JCPenney, um, many of the companies that we like, admire, trust, and shop at all the time, they were literally just named after the name of the person who started them. Um, and big companies that have brand awareness that, you know, like a Coca-Cola when somebody asks you what you want to drink, often we say, I'd like a Coke. 
Now, for those of us who are off of Coke, we don't say that anymore, but you get the, the point I'm trying to make. Uh, it's that point that those companies that have that brand awareness to the point where their whole industry uses their name to express that form of product, they're the biggest advertisers out there. They don't rely on word of mouth. So we don't want to either. And they don't rely on having a great name. They rely on good marketing. So when you're looking at your name, don't spend too much time worrying about finding the perfect name, but rather find something with an, avail an available domain name and find something that will inspire you. Now, as a third tip, uh, if it shows action, if there's something in that domain name, so like Kathy and I's domain name is We Help You Thrive, tells you right up front what that person and what that website's about. You don't have to guess. So those would be my suggestions on what to name your business or what to look for for domain names. The next question that came in is, how do I know who my customer is? You remember way back at the beginning when Jenna and I were talking, we were talking about the fact that you need to identify your customer. Um, and, and I'm going to give you a really easy secret that I've shared with a lot of people over the years. Start off with a profile that is you or who you were say, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, um, so that the group of people, so if, for example, you're a 30-year-old woman who wants to help young girls who are just graduating from college to do a, a certain thing, um, you know, start off with the demographic of people that are exactly like what you were when you were 20 or you were 22. Use that as the profile to begin determining who your person is. Break it down to that one individual person. What you're going to find when you're looking at your customers is, is the people that you're going to have the most impact with, the people that you will appeal to the most, are going to be the people who are going to be just like you anyway. You really are not ever going to have a business that um, you know meets the needs of people who are the total opposite of you. Uh, if you were a vegan, um, you know, you're probably not going to get your message out really well to people in the steak industry, you know, um, and the same thing would be true in reverse. If you own a meat packing company, um, you know, you don't really need to worry about marketing whatsoever to the whole entire vegan vegetarian industry. It just, it's not going to do you any good. And so by identifying who you are, and then building your ideal customer around an ideal of who you are, you can begin to really laser focus. Remember, Jenna shared with us in episode one that the more focused you can get, actually the bigger your company will grow and the better things will be. The next question is, how can I really be my complete passionate self? Now, you'll remember in episode two when Jessica Butts and I were talking, we talked about your personality type. We talked about the fact that this personality thing is something that you carry with you your whole life. Um, Jessica talked about what are the driving things, you know, the person in your front seat, and what are the, the, the passengers in the back that are distractions or that are, are the kind of life you don't want to live. 
Um, the, the point behind living your complete passionate self, the first and foremost thing is you need to take the time to identify your passion. What are you passionate about? Uh, so many times I see people chase a business because it's a popular trend. And I can tell you, you can make a lot of money that way for a while, but trends are going to change. For example, when was the last time you saw anybody wearing bell-bottoms? Now, I expect, in fact, even as you're listening to this, bell-bottoms may be absolutely popular now, but for a while there, they weren't. Um, ties, which we don't wear as much as men as, as we used to, ties, it's fun to watch. If you look at 50 years of the kind of ties people wear, it'll go all the way from the stringy bolo ties to the really thin ties, all the way up to, um, I've seen some ties from like the, the 60s that are so big that you could literally get away without wearing a shirt underneath of it. Um, and, and the point is, is that if you if you stick in that one trend, the world's going to pass you by and you're going to end up with a business that is fading and or failing. So what you want to do instead is do something that you're passionate about because your passion is going to stay with you for your entire life. You're never going to wake up one day and and find yourself saying, well, you know, I, I used to really, really, really like music, but now I absolutely hate it. Now, things wane. You know, you may be really, really into something and then be not as into it, but your passions are the things that are built into you because they're part of that personality type that is you. You may be a very outgoing person who loves being with people, or you may be a very introverted person who actually gets your um, your energy from being alone and researching on the computer. The point is, is, is that you need to follow your passion. Allow yourself permission. Give yourself permission right now to say to yourself, I give me permission to live the full, complete version of me. Say that again. I give myself permission to live the full, complete version of me. If you let all of you out, I guarantee you that you're going to find that actually the world accepts you better. It seems counterintuitive. Our minds tend to tell us that um, if we really let the world know who we really were, that they wouldn't like us. But the truth is actually the opposite. When we begin to really share the fullness of who we are with the world, that's when we find that the world actually meets us back with not only acceptance, but excitement and interest in wanting to know more about us. Now, that's what chapter one of the book is all about, is finding and living your complete passion. So if you want to live your passion itself, I again would encourage you, go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio and get the free download of chapter one of my book. It's going to talk to you in detail all about Finding and living 100% in your passion. So you can even do that as long as you don't go away. You can even do that while we're doing this break, and then we will be right back. This is the EWN Radio Network. 
Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve. Welcome back. We talked in the last segment answering your questions about things like what should I name my business and how do I know who my customer is. And then we ended up that that segment talking about living your complete passion itself. I encourage you to live fullness of who you are. Um, So we have another question here that I'd like to answer. And this one's uh, an easy, hard one all at the same time. The question is, how can I make a plan when everything I do is overwhelming to me? I, I, I see this so often. And... Unfortunately, I think sometimes women who we deal with as our business, Kathy and I, suffer from this a little bit more. I think guys can tend to become emotionally disconnected, and sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's a real deficit. But I know, ladies, that a lot of times you find yourself looking at all the tasks that you have to do, and you become overwhelmed. You you do a session where you write down what we call mind dump, everything that's possible to do. And then when you look back at all of those things, rather than feeling empowered by it, what you actually find yourself is completely overwhelmed. And um, rather than finding a place to step out and do some things, you actually find yourself uh, just totally giving up and being overwhelmed and and putting it off and, until another day. And that procrastination can become the uh, the nature of your business because of that overwhelm. Here's the nice thing about it. There's an old saying, how do you swallow an elephant? And the answer to that is one bite at a time. What I would suggest to you if you are one of my clients and what I will suggest to you today here live on the radio is take it one step at a time. What is the number one thing that if nothing else happened this year, if nothing else in the whole entire year got accomplished, what is the one thing, as Allison Bird said, that you would actually just die if you don't get done? Ask yourself that. Identify how to really know what must be done. What is the thing that is just so driving you that you have to do it? And then do that, do that one thing at a time and then do the next thing. Don't worry about the entirety of the list. Worry about excellence in one thing at a time. Um, 
And, and, you know, Debbie talked a lot to us about the whole making the plan for a year, planning ahead for the year. And so I really encourage you to take the time to plan. But but after you've made the plan, set everything aside and focus in on that one thing. Now, we talked a lot about Internet technologies over the course of the last episodes. And one of the questions that I get all of the time is, what's the best free service I can use or what's the cheapest way I can get a website? And I'm here to tell you that often a free website is not free. Now, there's some easy parts of that. For example, if you're on a free website on xyz.com, you notice I intentionally didn't name any of them. Um, the problem is, is is that if they have any issues, they they change what they want to do as a business, they run out of money, any of those kind of things, your website can disappear literally overnight. I know a lot of people who worked for a company and they went to work in the morning just like normal, showed up, and there was a sign on the door that said, our company's gone out of business. And that was the first warning they got. The same thing is true with free websites is, is that, you know, they, they own you. You don't really own it because if something comes up, they can shut it down and you don't really have a whole lot of empowerment in that. Um, these days, uh, owning a domain name and having a website that you own is extremely inexpensive. Um, I'd gladly share with any of you that wants to connect with us some uh, some people that, that do hosting. I have my good friends at starhost.com that do a phenomenal job of hosting your website for you for, for a very, very small amount of money. And that puts you in the driver's seat. It means that you'll own 100% of your content. It means that you can sell any of the things you want to sell from your website. Um, and you don't have to run into the risk of having that company say, well, you know, you didn't even know you were doing it, but you broke our terms of service and therefore uh, we're going to shut you down. You want to make sure that with uh, with the Internet being so integral in what all of us do, that those things that you're doing on there are things that are, aren't in the control of somebody else. So I hope that helps. Uh, let's move on to the next question. Um, here's a good one that comes up a lot, and that has to do with the question of uh, complimenting myself. Now, women entrepreneurs, I know that more than anything, you struggle with self-satisfaction, you struggle with feeling taken advantage of by your customers. Um, I even had a lady say to me um, at the Platinum event, she said, you know, I'm always doing for other people, but nobody ever does things for me. Um, you may have felt like, you know, I'm always complimenting everybody, but nobody ever compliments me. I'm always giving to others, but nobody gives back into me. Um, I, I want to help you try to change that today. And the first step in changing that is identifying that you're worth it, that you are deserving. Often we buy into a belief system that tells us that we're not worthy of praise, that what we're doing isn't that big of a deal, that um, the accomplishment we made today, this week, this month, this year, isn't something that needs to be celebrated. And I'm here to tell you that really, in real truth, 
what what really you need to understand is that the the things you do every day are huge. Um, you know, as a mom, when you get up and you feed your kids breakfast and you get them off to school, that's a major accomplishment. Thank you. As a young business person, young in your business, not necessarily your age, um, when you make the choice to work today instead of going to the beach when the sun's all out, that's an accomplishment. That's something you need to really celebrate in yourself. Um, now, some of the things that are going to help you with that starts off from you need to award yourself. Give yourself awards. Now, this has a real practical sense in it that down the road when you have employees, you will have a an environment in your company of rewarding people for their small accomplishments. Do the same thing for yourself. Just like we talked about having one thing at a time that we do in our plan, put a reward at the end of it. So if you have um, an email that you need to send out and you've just been putting it off and putting it off because uh, you know you don't like to write or you, you, you don't want to deal with that person or whatever the reason is, set yourself an hour to do it and set yourself a reward at the end of it. Now, if you like coffee, um, you know, go and take time out of your day. Go and get yourself a coffee after you've done that. Um, you know, bigger things, if you set yourself a goal of, I want to get my first customer, or I want to get my first 10 customers, or I'm going to get 20 customers this month, or any of those kind of goals, also give yourself a reward for having reached that. Give it to yourself in advance. As a sales manager, I would do this with my salespeople. I'd have a weekend sales contest, and I'd even give them levels. You know, it'd be uh, if you sell one, you get this, you know, like little bracelet. And if you sell five, then, you know, you get this, uh, you know, and, and it can get really, you know, I mean, depending on the product you're selling, they can get really nice. I mean, at one point in the past, we had uh, sales events where over the course of a month, a person could win themselves a $10,000 gold Rolex. Um, you know, that was back before there were knockoffs of, of Rolexes. Um, and so it was a, a, a bit bigger of a deal back then. But the point being is, is that, um, you know, give yourself the rewards for that. And then secondly, you need to invest in your friends. Dr. Joy talked to us about the fact that you'll never really unleash your true writing voice until you learn how to openly and honestly share with your close friends um, the, the truth of your life, the struggles. You need an inner circle. It doesn't have to be a million people. I'm not talking about going out and airing your dirty laundry on Facebook. I'm talking about one or two, you know, maybe four or five at the most people that you can get face-to-face -face with or virtually face-to-face -face with, and you can really share with them the, the inner things in your heart, the things that you're struggling with. You have to really, truly invest yourself in those people in order to let all of you out and also in order to let those things in the past really, truly be in the past. Remember that your past is not your future. It doesn't equal what's going to be. What it is, 
is what's got you to this point. It's empowering from the standpoint of everything you've been through gives you the power to be able to now move into an exciting and brilliant future. And that even is something that you should celebrate. You should have an award ceremony for yourself for having gotten through all the stuff you've been through. Now, for some of you, that's some really awful things. And for other things, it may seem extremely insignificant. But the point is, is that you've made it to right here, right now, in this moment. And you are here for the purpose. Live fully today and be excited about the future. Um, in addition to that, we need to be honest with ourselves that there are sometimes people that work with us, even people that are in our friend base, that are people that we may need to distance ourselves from. I'm not saying necessarily that you shouldn't associate with that relative that is uh, highly toxic and, and not talk to them at all, but you may want to distance yourself from them. Keep them at an arm's length as opposed to having them be your biggest and your most internal confidant because those people probably aren't serving you. That will help you value you. And the more you value you and you take good care of yourself, the better you will feel and the better you will do. Um, the same thing is true about our health. You know, we had Anthony on the show and we talked a lot about the things that you can do every day. The NN90 program is awesome for having like 8 to 12 minutes of focusing on your on your exercise so that you get your body moving for the day and take good care of yourself. And that could be a great reward for yourself. And you can reward yourself. I would suggest not rewarding yourself with food if you're on a weight loss or, or diet program or, or a lifestyle change program. But I would definitely encourage you, you know, award and reward yourself for those small milestones for when, like I was telling about how, you know, I literally fell to the ground after touching the ground 10 times. And then a month later, I turned around and I was able to do 20 and I was standing at the end of it. Um, you know, I had another incident just uh, last week, uh, well, week and a half ago, where uh, we were on a balance ball. It was a lot of fun to see myself actually be able to balance on the balance ball and do sit-ups on them. But the truth of the matter is is, is that um, coming up off of the balance ball, even with Coach Anthony helping me stand, I again ended up on the ground. Um, and Lisa Nichols was, was right there over me, pouring into my life and telling me how amazing it was that I was able to push and willing to push myself to the very edge and beyond of myself because I care about being a better person, about taking good care of myself. And and I, I rewarded myself, again, not with food, but with a lot of self-praise and compliments. And I'm telling you about that. Um, I'll be honest with you, it'd be really easy to be embarrassed of the fact that I was literally on the floor, you know, just... You heard the whole leave it all on the floor. Well, I really did. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that I'm powering myself and I'm I'm commending myself for the fact that I really did truly work that hard. And the last thing I would tell you in uh, really taking good care of yourself is applying grace. Start 
by applying grace to yourself. Now, grace is a huge spiritually word that, that we, we really misunderstand, but it's literally just treating people that includes yourself in a way that is understanding of the fact that we've all made mistakes, we're all going to make mistakes, and treating them as nicely as we'd like to be treated when we miss it. So apply the grace first to yourself and then to those around you. So yes, there are those people we need distance from, but there's also some people in our lives that what we really need to do is just really liberally apply some grace to them for the fact that we all make mistakes. And I would really encourage you, if you do those things, if you uh, reward yourself, if you invest yourself in your friends, if you learn to let go of the people who don't serve you, and if you celebrate you and apply grace to you and to the people around you, that you will find yourself not only complimenting yourself, but also beginning to see or probably more likely recognize the times that the people around you are complimenting you. So I really, really encourage you to do that. Think about something that you can do to reward yourself today while you listen to this commercial. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve. Thank you so much for being there today and for listening. I hope that you've learned some ways that you can begin to take things slower and really work through your plan and compliment yourself and reward yourself. I have a couple of questions here that we want to end up today's episode answering for you. And the first one is probably the most difficult one for most everybody, and that's, do I have to sell? No, I mean, really, do I have to sell? I I hear this all the time from folks, and I got to tell you that I understand it. I, I really, truly do get it that the word sales immediately brings up the feeling of being a used car salesman. But I want to encourage you, and I've said this before, so it's not new, but I want to encourage you to think of rather than selling, to think of it as sharing. Again, if you had the cure for cancer and you were wanting to share it with the world, the the cost that it took to bring it to people would be way, way, way at the back of your mind. You would just want to help everybody you could. 
And the thing we need to understand with our businesses is that we aren't necessarily curing physical cancer, but we are curing the things that are wrong in people's lives and in their businesses. Whether you are specifically a doctor curing diseases or you are somebody giving people hope during their daily life or any of the things that you do, it is important for you to understand that that's that's a good thing, that that's what you were put here on this earth to do, and that you need to share it with the world. So I want you to remove the word sales from your vocabulary, and I want you to commit yourself by saying to yourself, I will share my unique brilliance with the world today. I will share my unique brilliance with the world today. I I think for some of you, you need to post that on your mirror or on your wall or next to your computer in your office or whatever and commit yourselves to sharing your unique brilliance with the world every day. Now, the next question that we have is, um, how can I have an online presence that serves me? And for that matter, what does it even mean to have an online presence that serves me? You've heard me maybe say that or write that in different things that you've seen me do. Your online presence is everything that you do online that presents yourself to the world. It could be your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagrams, your Pinterest, any of those kind of things. That's the foot that we put forward. Um, It's so easy in this day and age to look at people's uh, personal page or personal profile on Facebook and see them talking about my youngest son actually posted on his Facebook and we had a fun discussion about this. He actually posted that um, he was just going to call into work and then skip work and um, you know go. Ahead. And I'm like, uh, you know, people can see that. <laughs> and so what we need to understand is that our online presence are those things we put out there into the world. We want an online presence that serves us. We need to understand that over 90 percent of the searches that are being done on the Internet, especially for businesses, are done via some form of mobile device, a cell phone, a tablet, a laptop computer, those kind of things. In other words, if you want people to find your business, you don't want them to find you via the Yellow Pages. I had to laugh. The Yellow Pages actually came to my door the other day, and I I, I was laughing the whole time I was picking it up because I didn't even know that that we did Yellow Pages anymore. (laughs) You know, I I can't even tell you the last time I opened a phone book, Um, but I can tell you that every day there's information that I need, uh, and I go to my cell phone, and, and I open it up, and I'm like, what is blah, 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 blah. You know, or you ask, um, you know, Siri or um, my, my phone's a Google phone. You know, you ask Google, you know, what is uh, the name of the actor in blah, blah, blah show? You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything business related. And and then it comes back with those answers. That's where we do those searches. Um, and the same thing is especially true when we're talking about our business, when people are looking for a plumber um, or a dentist or a doctor or somebody to help them with their emotional issues or somebody that could clean their house for them or somebody that could help them organize their life, 
any of the kind of things that we want help with, we're more likely to pick up our cell phone or our tablet and type in that question or ask Siri that question, and then whatever pops up, pops up, and that's where we go to for the information. And so what you want is an online presence. You want your presence to come through. You want to be the person they find. You want in your local area, um, if you're doing something that's local, you want to be the person in, you know, I live in Tualatin, Oregon. You want to be the expert in your field in Tualatin, Oregon. And so you would put in, uh, you know, so when people are searching for a plumber in Tualatin, Oregon, if you're a plumber in Tualatin, Oregon, you want to be the person whose name pops up right up there at the top so that people click on that and go, okay, well, there you go. I need help with my plumbing right now, and, and there's there's a plumber. Um, that's how your online presence serves you. The same thing can be true with your Facebook and your Twitters. I mean, yeah, sure, you can post, and we actually have a lot of fun in a fun way posting things that are encouraging to us and putting words with them that help also encourage the uh, the people in our lives. Um, but, you know, the, the reality of it is, is that if you're taking a picture of what you're eating, um, you you should be really thinking about where you're going to post that. Now, I, I'm not down on that because we have actually in in the support group that Kathy and I are in, in N90, um, we we do take pictures of of what we're eating and, and send it. And you know, we'll ask questions of people like Chris and Anthony and ask them, you know, is this really healthy? And and we've learned a lot of things about foods that are even healthy for you, but they end up not being healthy when you eat them together. Um, so those can be useful too. So I'm not saying that any of those kind of things aren't a good thing. You know, we took pictures of ourselves when we were in Disneyland and then we related it to the fact that uh, Kathy and I walked over the course of the whole time uh, with lots of stops on my part. We walked about 10 miles in Disneyland. And, um, you know, so the picture of us standing there in uh, in Disneyland is, is, is a picture that we can post. So we can share our lives with that. But we want to do it in such a way that it is um, it's serving us. It's bringing the real us to the forefront of the world so that we can then have, uh, you know, a permission, if you will, from the world to share who we are. The thing you need to always remember is, is that we buy from people that we like, admire, and trust. Um, and that's one of the biggest things that the Internet can do is help us build a like, admire, and trust factor in the people around us. So I encourage you when you're when you're approaching those different things that you really, really look at how is this building my credibility? How is this helping me? Um, be the real me to the world that is out there. Um, now, I, I will tell you that this is something that Kathy and I are experts at. We have helped people um, take their disjointed all over the place internet presence um, and really help them shine online. We love helping people go from something that every time they look at it, they hate it. You know, it's like, oh, I hate my website. How many of you have ever said that? I've even said that, okay? So I know how it goes. To having a, a presence out there 
that is cohesive. You know, so when you go to your website, your Twitter, your Facebook, all of those, um, they all go together. But it is also something that you really love seeing. You look at it and it makes you feel good. It's another one of those ways that you can award and reward yourself um, is by having an online presence that really, really, truly serves you and represents who you are. Um, and I say all of that to let you know that Kathy and I are here for you. Uh, we love you. We love serving people and helping people. And um, we are big proponents of the fact that you should have a coach. Um, a lot of times Kathy and I don't refer to ourselves as coaches per se, but in the end, that's the that's a particular buzzword right now is, is coaches. And, and we do help coach people through on a – on an individual one-at-a-time basis or over the course of our whole year platinum program to really truly bring their brilliance to the world. The thing I would encourage you more than anything else is you need a coach. You don't want to try to go in alone because what you want is somebody who's even just one step ahead of you or lots, but you know, at least one step ahead of you that has been there and can tell you, um, you know, now this next step you're getting ready to take, there's a great big giant pothole there. And so if you step one step to your left, you won't break your ankle off in that hole in the ground. And that's the kind of things a coach can do for you. They can help you know what's on the road in front of you before you get there. That insight is helpful to every single one of us. So when I get the questions, do I need a coach? Why do I need a coach? I always encourage people that the answer is 100% absolutely yes, you need a coach. You need somebody to help you. Uh, we have coaches that we follow, and we encourage you to find somebody who will help you bring your unique brilliance out and really, really help you shine. So here is the commercial part I will do, and I'm going to be totally upfront. Um, I want to help you. Kathy and I are here to serve you. Now, we don't have room for thousands of people, but we are making exclusively available to 10 people, 10 very, very, very special, exclusive platinum, probably you really should even call these diamond slots available for us to work specifically one-on-one -on -one with you to help you get your internet presence really together to help you have the best online presence ever, to help you learn how to plan, how to sell, how to be empowered as a person, how to commend yourself, how to really, really be free and to really bring your unique brilliance to the world. If you think that that might be you, that you might be one of the people who would really thrive get that thrive, under the help of Kathy and I helping you to really, truly thrive in your life and business, we would love an opportunity to give you a free discovery session. Now, what that means is for free, I'm going to spend about 45 minutes on the phone with you helping you be able to get direct answers to the questions that you have in your life and business. If you're interested in that, 
go to wehelpyouthrive.com. At the bottom of that page, there's a sign-up for a free discovery session. Or you can sign up for my free book, Chapter 1 of it, and we will give you from that uh, you can just send us an email back to that email and tell us, I would really like that free discovery session, and we would gladly help you. In the meantime, I hope you have a great week. Next week, we're going to talk to you. With, we're going to talk with Dr. Junie, and she is going to help you thrive in your life. And we hope that you live this week as a thriving entrepreneur. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time.